Welcome to the Motorhome Matt podcast. Caravans, campervans, motorhomes and more. It's the place to get hints, tips and impartial advice from the expert himself, Matt Sims. Brought to you by thatleisureshop.com. Join us on the journey with Motorhome Matt. Hi and welcome to the Motorhome Matt podcast. This week I'm coming to you from Manchester. We're at the Caravan Motorhome and Holiday Show. Next door is the Destination Show. It's a brand new venue for the show. This time we're at Manchester Central. It's the biggest show that runs of this type in the north of England. I'll be speaking in the Expert Theatre on preparing for a motorhome European adventure. So if you're thinking of going to Europe maybe for the first time, or maybe you've been before but wondering what's changed and what indeed is changing further this year, you'll be able to watch it on our YouTube channel. Join me as we take a whistle-stop tour around the show and go and look and meet some of the exhibitors. Do you own a motorhome, caravan, campervan or tent? Head to thatleisureshop.com for all your outdoor living essentials. Outdoor furniture, leisure vehicle spares, accessories and more. Visit us in-store or shop online. Thatleisureshop.com. Quote the discount code at the checkout, Motorhome Matt for £10 off when you spend just £100. ThatLeisureShop.com, proud to bring you the Motorhome Mat podcast, ready for the adventure. This is a very important man at this show. Rob, he's actually the show director. You're a very important man, aren't you? Yeah, but I do clean the aisles as well. I'm a little fastidious about that. If I see coffee cups or anything around, you just got to pick them up, haven't you? So tell us, how has it been for you as a, as a show? First time at Manchester Central. Great to see the show back after a year. How has it been for you? Oh, really good. Originally, this show or a version of the show was here a number of years ago. And then we moved to Event City. Uh, in order to enlarge the footprint of the event and we spent 10 years at Event City and so post-Covid this is our first opportunity to get back in the market and we wanted to bring it back to uh, Manchester Central. Now it's great to see yesterday ITV here, mm. you a star of TV, mm. mainstream <laughs> breakfast news. Well I wouldn't say that, <laughs> I managed to get through it without swearing very or, good. or without removing any item of clothing so uh, we, had, we actually I managed to get well, those are my two ticks but it's great to get you know mainstream uh, media down and, and kind of help push this this market and this industry back into back into the fore so from that point of view I'm really I was really really pleased yeah, it was a real win well done yeah, yeah. really good and it's also this show is quite different because it partners with the destination show doesn't it which for the footfall gives them a real sense of travel it's it's a great combo it's a really good combination actually the demographic of the audience is very very similar you know mm. in terms of age and socio-economic uh, position it's very similar and what they all have in common is that wanderlust is that yearning to get out and to see different parts for the caravan motorhome and holiday show marketplace that's generally UK and Europe their wanderlust is, is assuaged by going to UK and Europe and then for the destinations holiday and travel show which is in association with the Times and the Sunday Times those visitors kind of have the same wanderlust but take it even further and go all around all the way around the world yeah, and it's fantastic to see some, be inspired by some great destination choices. One of the observations I've made here is a lack of motorhomes at the show, and it's certainly some feedback we've had. Why is that? Uh, you're absolutely right, and I'm getting that feedback as well from both uh, exhibitors and from visitors. And it's basically we're a representation of the market. There are some production issues with regards to motorhomes, and there just aren't enough around. And this is a true reflection of the market at the moment. Yeah. Do I want more motorhomes at the show? 100% I want more motorhomes at the show. Do I think there will be more motorhomes in the 2024 show here? 
I'm pretty certain there will be more motorhomes yeah, here. Yeah. So yeah, sure. I think the supply chain is going to get much easier. Mm. But okay, that well, that's great to hear. But you've got a problem. You're so good at your job. You've sold all the floor plan. Where are you going to put them? There's no room. Yeah, we've sold this entire hall. Uh, hall one and hall two is full. Actually, at this facility, there is an opportunity up the top of the hall and onto the right. There is an opportunity to spread out a little more there. It's a slightly different experience. It's not as high and it's not as beautiful as this hall, but it does lend itself to either accessories or to potentially a certain segment of the market. So. We're here in Manchester Central. We plan to be here in Manchester Central for some considerable time. Okay. And there is a plan to build and develop this show going forward, which is really exciting. What's been the feedback about the venue? I mean, as you say, it's a, it's a beautiful building. Well, in comparison to Event City, which is not the most attractive venue ever, this is an absolute markup on that. I mean, it's a beautiful. You get the daylight in, uh, and the beautiful sunshine that we always get here in Manchester. Every time we come up in January, we get the beautiful warm sunshine. Grey out the window. Oh, no, yeah. It's lovely having daylight, though. And it actually does make a difference. It really does make a difference. Yeah. And it's really nice. And it's a great venue. They're a great team here as well. They're really welcoming. So we're, we're genuinely, we're, we're chuffed to be back here. Yeah. And how are visitor numbers? I mean, yesterday was heaving. It's, the aisles are really busy again now. You must be feeling pretty buoyant about the visitor. We are really, really pleased with the, with the numbers. We are always cognizant at Clarence about the visitor experience. And, there, and at one point, actually, yesterday, there were so many people here, we started to think, are there too many people here for a short period of time? Because the visitor experience is really important to us. Because if a visitor is having a good time, they are much more likely and inclined to sit on a stand, to talk about new products, to purchase things. And that's what this is all about, obviously. So uh, we're really, really pleased. I think it's going to be a challenge at the weekend because I genuinely think it's going to be busier than than yesterday and today. And that's going to be... an interesting challenge for us to overcome. And a little birdie told me that you'd sold out for the weekend on your allocation, is that true? Yeah, yeah, at the moment, yeah. There's, there, we've got, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can rock up, you can turn up at the door, and, but you might, there might be a wait to get in. Yeah, well, let's see. Well, good on you, that's Thank fantastic. You. So what can you tell us about next year? What's new and exclusive for 2024? Can't believe we're saying that already oh, next year. 2024, well, we're, we're definitely back here. It's the same weekend uh, next year, uh, and we're definitely back in this hall. And as I said, there might well be an opportunity next year now we've re-established ourselves after being out for three years the last time we were at event city was 2020 so three years out due to covid back here firm established that the show is back and i think next year will be even bigger and better and i'm pretty certain that we'll be using some of the other facilities next year as well as to what's going to go in there i think that honestly i think that's probably going to be market dependent i don't want to drive it with uh, with an exhibition head on i want the market to tell me what needs to be done and the visitors we always do a visitor survey after the show so we do an exhibitor survey and a visitor survey i want those things to guide and direct what happens next because then we're fulfilling a need and then we're delivering what both visitors want to see and what exhibitors need to do rather than as an exhibition company just making up our mind that's what we're going to do yeah. we, we don't work that way we'll watch with great interest yeah. congratulations it's a brilliant show it's a great vibe it's really busy lots of footfall will it be free next year again by the booking fee Oh, I don't know. I mean, I hope so. Do I hope that's the case? Yes, I do hope. We that's hope the case. so. We hope so. Please. Yeah, yeah. I, listen, it definitely will be here. And uh, once you've gone with a complimentary ticket with a booking fee, it's pretty difficult to turn that around. We're cognizant of that fact. Yeah, so um, yeah. I can't say any more than that. Well, well done. <laughs> Thanks for taking the time out of a very hectic day, I know, to speak to us. Really appreciate talking to you. There you are. You heard it from the boss. There's lots of new features at this show. One of the things that got me excited is when a new company to our niche decides to exhibit. 
Estali are one of those. They're an e-bike company, and I'm here with its founder and one of its brother founders. Is that right? Yeah, it's a family affair, or it began that way three and a half years ago. It's slightly bigger now, but yeah, a bit of DNA at its core. So this is Ollie. Thank you for letting us invade your stand. It's a busy old time. You can't see behind us now, but I've definitely left my brother uh, with a few people he, to deal with. He, he's got a big queue, so we're going to catch up with him in a minute. So tell us a little bit about Estali. You know, how did it start? What's it all about? We're a bit of those, uh, one of those slightly romantic lockdown stories where an idea that had been in the business, in the family for a while, we suddenly knew we had to press the, uh, press the trigger on, and we did. So we launched three years ago, and we launched into that world where everyone was at home in a pandemic and buying bikes, and it was a really great time to launch and a really exciting time. And um, the industry's changed a little bit since then. The market is still really huge, and, and we're looking for different areas to connect with customers, and, and the motorhome caravan world is definitely one of those, which is why we're here. Can you tell us a bit about the bikes? I mean, they look very cool, some lovely colours. We wanted some bold colours, uh, for sure. Our general kind of ethos and approach is that we try to make e-bikes that don't look like e-bikes. So we have two general categories. The folding bikes, um, where the battery's hidden in the seat post, and hopefully they look pretty normal. And the bikes behind you here, which are our hybrid bikes, and the battery is hidden in the down tube, and they're really subtly branded. The motor is a rear hub motor hidden in the back wheel. So yeah, bikes that really pop and are colorful, and half the people walking over are like, oh, do you do any electric bikes? We're like, yeah, these are all electric, (laughs) which means we've succeeded somehow, but maybe we got our marketing wrong as well. An electric bike is revolutionary. If you're not a keen cyclist, or, you know, of years where getting back on a bike may be perceived to be hard work. It's a game changer, isn't it? It's a real game changer. And what I think has been great here today and yesterday, we've been taking people out riding. And there are a lot of couples here. And it's a great leveller for couple couples because if one of them is more experienced and stronger at riding, then they've probably never really ridden together or never really ridden together successfully. <laughs> but with e-bikes, they can do that because one can have a bit more power in and one can you know, be using the battery and one might not. So it's a real leveller and I think it really brings people together. And I think obviously there's this great synergy between people who travel and have motorhomes and want to get around and, and pitch up and have their base, but then need something to go and explore with. And that's yeah. what the e-bike offers. It just opens up the world. It re- I speak from first-hand experience, I have to say. So what kind of price point are your bikes, just in a, in a nutshell? Yeah, so our folding bikes are between... 1.3 and 1.4 and our hybrid bikes behind you here are around about the 1.5 mark we make everything in our Berkhamsted factory which you might see on the screen behind you so everything's kind of made to order so you have a lot of flexibility in whether you have suspension or or certain batteries and stuff but generally that's the price range and our ethos is about trying to broaden the e-bike market so that they are really well made premium parts lovingly made by great bike ex- experts but at a slightly more affordable price, and that's what we stand for. Yeah, well, they look fantastic. It's a really keen price, I have to say. I wish you every success with the show. Now, we're going to catch up with the other founder and Ollie's brother, Alex, and ask him a little bit more about why this market. It kind of happened by chance, really, more than anything else. So it wasn't our original plan or the original demographic that we were looking at, but we had quite a few customers who bought them, who had camper vans and motorhomes, And they started sharing their pictures and information about the bike on forums. And the community just kind of grew from there. And now it's one of our very key demographics and one that we we look out for. Brilliant. And how has this show been for you? Very busy. Yes. Still haven't had lunch. Really, really, really good. 
um, and just such a variety of people as well, different yeah. ages, different types of use cases. But it, no, it's been a really, really, really good show, and it's great to just introduce people to the bikes physically and give them the opportunity to test ride them, pick them up, fold them, feel them, and interact. You're, with you're them. actually going outside with the bike and the yes. customer, aren't you? Letting them yeah, ride yeah. it. Yeah, we've got a little test area outside. This one here we're using the most. The problem is the weather, mostly. Right, so okay. It's often coming back quite wet. Yes, well, that's, we can't do anything about the weather, can we? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, good luck at the rest of the show, and Thank I you. hope we see you at a future show. E-bikes okay. are a game-changer, as I said to Ollie, yeah. uh, in my own experience, and, and certainly for much of this audience, they might be getting back on the bike for the first time in many yeah, years, yeah. and having some battery power is greatly yeah. appreciated, isn't it? It's really amazing. Most people come and look at the bikes and they think of it as a leisure vehicle and they'll often purchase a bike and come back to us and say it's enabled my traveling and it's an alternative means of transport so you'll find that especially with a small folder they're so compact and easy to get in and out of the house quite often they're just a great alternative for a car so if you want to pop to the shops you can pull it out ride down to the shops stick yourself in the basket in the back and come home and even though their e-bikes are still good for you aren't they they're still good for you, yeah. yeah. And you can turn the power down. You don't always have to have it on five. No, never. <laughs> have a great rest of the Thank show. You. Thank you. Well, it wouldn't be any camping, caravanning or motorhome show without bumping into our dear friend Simon McGrath from the Camping Caravanning Club. Great to see you, as always. How are you? Oh, I'm good, thank you, Matt. Yeah, and it's great to see you guys too. Thank you. Yeah, really enjoyed your talk then on the, on the stage. You're higher up the pecking order than me, you know. I was only on the expert stage. You were on the main, the main food and oh, travel stage. You know, but it doesn't make it any less, you know, worrying. And, you know, you're just hoping that, that you get a good audience. And we had a lovely audience earlier. Now, you were talking then on stage about the Outjoyment Report sure. launched in October commissioned by the club yeah. we listened with great interest in October at the Birmingham show when it was launched but four months on what's new what impact has it had well we've had some really good pickup we've had uh, a lot of media coverage which has been really positive uh, we're hoping to really kind of grow that as we come into spring and the camping season and I think what we're also focusing on now is actually how we ensure that that report gets into the right hands into the hands of decision makers and policy makers who who really sit up and think you know what actually yeah, we, we, we want to understand more about the findings of this because, as we've demonstrated through the report, camping makes you happy. It means you're less anxious. It means you know, you've got a better health and well-being. You're more connected to nature. And one of the really positive things that's happened only this week is we had a, a motion that, that went before the Scottish Parliament by a member of the Scottish Parliament um, just really saying it's a really good positive report and we need to look at it. So... That to me is a good sign that the report is circulating with the right people and people are really receiving it very well. Let's hope it gains some real traction with the UK government as well. Absolutely and, and, and so we're working really hard behind the scenes just to start to, to make sure that that report is getting into the right hands. Yeah. We're also still talking to the academic team, uh, the brilliant academic team that, that are behind it, that did you know, a lot of the hard work on it uh, and they're still very much sort of uh, engaged with the report uh, as well. They're talking within their own circles about how we can maximise that research piece, the study and all the really important findings from it. Yeah. So you know as we know we're passionate about the great outcome doors and we want more people to share that because it's good for them yeah fantastic well you can find out more about the report on the camping and caravan club website we did a whole episode on it as well 
uh, where Simon launched it and we spoke to the professors behind it as well. So you can find out more, look at a historic episode to, to find out more about that. Now, we're still in front of your stand. It's really, really busy. How are you feeling about this year? What's the club's view on the year ahead? Well, we're, we're positive. It's not without its challenges. We've had some uh, exceptional years, so we are seeing booking patterns and things normalising more. What we're also seeing is still very positive membership levels. We've got really high retention uh, levels, which for us is important because it means that members are satisfied with with the club and all that it gives and it's a really good barometer that generally you know camping caravanning motorhoming is still hugely popular and as we've seen from the outjump report as well it's you know it has a lot of good well-being benefits too so yeah we're, we're optimistic about the year ahead we're keeping an eye on a very close eye on costs and those sorts of things because just like everybody but you know what we're in a really good place to uh, to really kind of keep extolling the virtues of spending time in the great outdoors through camping in all its forms brilliant simon thank you so much for speaking to me again and it's lovely to see you as always so maybe you're considering a rented holiday in a static home or a lodge and there's a company here at the show uk caravans for hire that do exactly that I came and spoke to Mark. Here he is, the COO. Uh, now, Mark, you've just been through a rather exciting buyout. Tell us a bit more. Yeah, that's right. Back in June of uh, last year, we were acquired by the Sykes Holiday Cottages family, and we're now part of the Forge Holiday Group. That consists of Sykes Cottages, Batch Care, Forest Holidays, and now ourselves, UK Caravans for Her. That's amazing. That's a real household name, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Everyone knows someone who's booked a Sykes Cottage or a UK Caravan for Hire. So, yeah, everyone knows something about us. Yeah. So tell us, what exactly is it then that you do? I mean, the, the kind of clues in the name. Yeah, so what we do is we provide um, a static caravan rental service for private owners. So we have 6,000 private owners on our website. Each of them come to us. They use our platform in order to rent out their caravan to holidaymakers. Um, we have 525 locations up and down the country. Everything from caravans on private land, literally in a field in the middle of nowhere just to be at one with nature to the all-action holiday park with entertainment and restaurants and bars so we've got something for everyone and how many caravans have you got on your kind of portfolio we've 6100 as of today we typically add around six seven hundred per year so we expect to end this year at around seven thousand caravans that's remarkable and you've got big plans for growth as well i mean that's i know the staff numbers have really rocketed haven't they that's right and incredibly this business has been run with the scale and the number of people that we have we've been running this business with seven staff until very recently and we're now at 11 and the plan is to grow that to 30 by the end of this year and perhaps as many as 70 by three years time so you see this as a boom then do you the caravan rental for holidays Absolutely. Our aim is to professionalise and digitise and, and bring the caravan industry into the 21st century. And, and that's exactly what we're hoping to do. So with our investment following the acquisition by Sykes and Vitruvian Partners, um, that's exactly what we hope to do. We'll develop the platform and provide an all-in-one service for holidaymakers and holiday homeowners so that we can really give them the very best that they can get from their holiday home. What does it cost to rent a static caravan for a week for a family of, like mine, six, for example? Yeah, I mean, that's literally how long is a piece of string. It depends on okay. where it is the time of the year and um, the facilities whether it's you know over 10 years old or between 5 and 10 years old or fairly new whether it's a caravan or a lodge so there's a lot of variables in that but you can I mean, realistically a caravan can cost anything from 26 pounds per night up to about 175 pounds per night there's no difference in that cost depending on the number of people it's a fixed cost now i know we've got a lot of listeners that own a static caravan can they list that with you 
here at the show and afterwards? Ordinarily it's £99 to advertise on the website and for that you get your listing, you get an advert with up to 20 photographs, as much text as you want and whenever you submit that to us then we do all the work behind the scenes to make sure it's optimised for SEO so that it does appear in the search results and that we can drive people directly to your listing advert. And what is your commission then out of, out of the, the holiday fee? So at the moment we don't charge a commission. Um, in the future... Hang on, you don't charge a commission? No, we don't charge a commission at the moment. How does that work then? It, well, as I say, we've been a very lean operation for many years uh, with seven people. We are evolving the business over the next few weeks and months. We are always looking at different ways that we can add more value to holiday homeowners. So, you know, whether that means we charge a commission in the future, who knows? But at this point in time, we don't charge any. Where can people find out more? You can find out more on um, our website, UK Caravans forhire.com and it's a number four so don't go to any other sites impersonating us and we, you can go to our Facebook our Twitter YouTube our uh, LinkedIn sites so I'm here on the stage with one of the celebrity faces of the show <laughs> can I call you that well that's very kind of you um, yeah my name's Andrew Dickens I do curate the food up here at the food and travel stage but I'm not sure I'm a celebrity I'm quite a good cook that's where I'd leave it <laughs> Well, you're famous to us. God bless you. God so bless you. you've just come to join us from the toilet. My first question is, did you wash your hands? I did, always. always. There was a horrific, it's like 71% of people don't wash their hands. It's absolutely horrific. Wash your flipping hands, people. That's it's, horrible. Yeah. But here, because we do food, we are super hygienic and we do everything exactly the right way. And our cameraman loved his s'more. Thank you very much. He was really enjoying that. The uh, s'more dance is a new thing. You're more than welcome. That was a particularly good one, wasn't it? So what's the highlight of the show for you then, Andrew? So I'm very lucky here so this is the um, Times Destination show and what's great about it is you've got two kind of sides to it you've got camping caravanning and motorhoming and you've got the two biggest clubs in the country that are here as well plus all these wonderful people that are making motorhomes and caravans and things that's great then you've got all these other wonderful people here doing bespoke tour operators to all over the world but this is like really really good tours really you're going to go somewhere you're going to see the country you're going to taste the food you're going to experience much more of the country than if you went and sat in a resort hotel nothing wrong with a resort hotel but this i think offers you a lot more and the great thing about the food and travel stage which is what we do here is we get some of the chefs from these other countries on stage with us uh-huh. and we get them cooking things that you would then go and experience in those countries and that is an absolute joy we just had a guy called uh, chef isaf clausen from hertie Gruten cruise on did the most amazing smoked scallops with Norwegian seaweed and this beautiful sauce on it it's absolutely superb now we're moving to France on the next demo in about five minutes we've got a lovely lady called Deborah Robertson who we're about to do an oyster gratin and she lives in France where they make Norli Pra and right next to that place where they make that the oysters are right there so we're now having that in Manchester at this show. And then the last show of the day, I'm doing one, we're going to go to Greece. We're going to have a beautiful lamb gyro, which they are just so delicious. And we do that all week, kind of all weekend. And the audience actually get to taste the food as well, wow. which is very unusual, a lot of shows like this. Yes. But then that goes back to what we were talking about. Because we do everything properly with all the right ingredients and all the right hygiene practices, we can do that. And that's why it's a really nice idea. And it's also why you can see our audiences are always packed because they they come and they see something they learn something you probably taste something you've not tasted before it's just a win-win all the way around isn't it it's also lunchtime (laughs) yeah absolutely and that 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 always helps Um, but even with the some of the fish 
the fish I got from a great fishmonger's called Out of the Blue, which is in Chalton Cum Hardy, which is maybe 15 minutes from Manchester city centre. And again, try and find a local fishmonger if you can. They're, they're getting rarer and rarer. But this crowd are fantastic, make their own sushi, um, and I just give them a call and they say, this is what I need. I need 24 oysters, I need 12 scallops in the shell. I've got some beautiful, beautiful fresh hake from the Shetland Islands, which came down for the demos we're doing tomorrow with a great guy called Maliki Talak, who's a, an amazing fisherman and an author. And for me, this is just a, what a lovely thing. It's, it's not even a job, is it? You're in heaven, aren't you, really? Yeah, yeah, it's really, really good. You're a very well-travelled man this week. <laughs> I am. I was also lucky. I was in the Royal Navy for 12 years. Yeah. So I travelled a lot, and that's where I got my interest for food and how I think I've ended up kind of doing all these kind of food shows. It's well, lovely. It's very entertaining. It's very tasty. I'm going to hang around and have an oyster. Excellent. Yeah, you absolutely must. In fact, all three of you must have an oyster. Because, and also, if you've never had oysters before, this is a good shout because they're actually poached in a, in a little vermouth liquor. So think of it a bit like a slightly bigger mussel. So if the idea of a raw oyster makes you feel a bit, oh, I'm not sure, this is a great way to, to start your little oyster journey. Well, let's go on it together. Lovely. <laughs> we'll, see, well, we'll see you on the, on the tasting in a bit. Yeah, brilliant. All right. Have a great rest of the Cheers. day. A pleasure. Thank Take you very care. much. So one of the exciting features at the Manchester show is the launch of a new product. Arnie, hi. Hi. I'm here on the Vagabond Rogue stand. Tell us a bit more about it. It's here from South Africa, isn't it? Launching in the UK. Tell us a bit more. I saw it a year ago on a show in South Africa. I was I was I was uh, home visiting uh, family, and just fell in love with it, and and saw it as something that I would love to have for myself here in the UK. It's 550 kilograms as it stands, and can take another 200 kgs in terms of your luggage and your food, etc. So you can tote behind a really modest regular family car you don't need any huge um, off-road drive vehicles or anything of that nature easy to store easy to maneuver and beautifully fitted and equipped i I think you know really great for uh, what what you need in the uk for now you said tow it this is a caravan isn't it for those listening Uh, indeed it's a caravan yes 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 it is and it's 750 kilos is its gross weight 750 kilos is its gross weight it is braked even though it doesn't have to be but that means that it's an extra safety feature and you can also you know tow it behind a a, a relatively light motor car so this is built in durban in south africa in south africa um, and has been for a number of years exported to a number of different countries around the world including australia and the usa first time as i've said in the uk now and we're really excited to launch it and see what it does over here Um, we have high hopes for it um, one of the things that really appealed to me about this unit is although it kind of at face value it looks quite small, it's super modular and versatile, right? So you can just have a little sleeping pod or a place to keep you out of the weather on your fishing trip or you can really kit it out with some of the options that we have to have a really comfy week at the coast. It's got a beautifully appointed kitchen with everything you need and it comes as a standard package pretty much ready to put your food and clothes in, hook up to your car and go. So we've got this huge ballerina skirt awning, haven't we, wrapping around it? Yes, the 270 awning, which uh, obviously is necessary here, keeps the the weather off you and occasionally the sun, hopefully as well. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, one of the key features of this awning is the ability to be able to kind of put a draft skirt around the top and bottom and then put walls either completely enclosed or partly enclosing it to really give you weather protection that you need if if the occasion arises or just privacy for that matter what features does it come with when you buy one caravan with 
the queen size bed mattress, all the storage locker, USB ports, leisure battery, it, it, it hooks up to 220 and runs off 12 volt. It comes with a pretty well equipped kitchen which includes a 60 litre water tank, pumped water to your little basin, a 55 litre fridge which can also be set to freezing, lots of storage and, and, and stowage um, and a two plate cooker and our neat little three kilogram gas bottle that fits neatly into the side of the unit. And you were telling me there's an interesting feature about the bed as well. It doesn't just stay a bed. Yeah, it? yeah. So this, this, this bed is actually like a concertina mattress. So when you're setting out for your trip, you just fold it all up, put it against the side, which gives you a load of storage space for your tables, chairs, whatever else, your clothing, etc. But also, it folds into a really comfortable sofa. So uh, you're able to sit in there, stretch your legs out, enjoy a whiskey or a coffee, read a book, <laughs> watch, uh, watch a movie, you know. When the weather's really warm, you open both of these really big doors, you get a beautiful through draft, or whether when the weather's a bit chilly, you just close up, open your little side windows, get a nice little draft through and sit and, and enjoy yourself. I love the yeah. fact there's a door on both sides. Yeah, that's a big feature because, you know, given its size, you, you could end up feeling a little bit kind of cramped in there but it, it, it gives you tremendous versatility as, as, as well particularly because you can put an awning out the other side so you yeah. can have access and ingress both sides yeah, you could create quite a spacious living area you, you really can I mean it punches so much above its weight in, yeah. in so many ways so we've been lifelong campers right so we've done it all tents and caravans and motorhomes and all the rest of it I'm in the mode now of just wanting life, you know, really simple but comfortable. So I sleep really well on a good bed at night, comfortable, toasty, close the doors, feel safe. The wind's not kind of battering the walls around me. And yet I've got all the kind of comforts of fridges and cookers and all easy, handy, a storage locker for everything. I don't, I, I'm not surrounded by boxes of bits and pieces and a thermos flask and a, you know, I'm, I'm, I've done all that. I'm, I'm sort of over it. So I love the fact that it's that it's set up so that everything has a place. You literally have to put in your clothes, your food, and, and your drinks and hook it up and go. Your way, yeah. yeah. Arnie, how much is it? The unit as it stands now, this 270 awning plus the plus the caravan and all the features I've just mentioned is £20,000 on the show. Well, the teardrop market in the UK has become very popular, particularly for those who can only tow up to 750 kilograms, which is a lot of us. So I think you'll do really, really well. And of course, there's a load of optional upgrades available as well, solo and so on, isn't there? Plenty, plenty of accessories and the ability to to add on. A lot of people put a rooftop tent on, for example. So if you've got got kids and and need extra, extra space, it comfortably carries that. Or you could put a load box on if you've got extra kit to carry. You can put your kayaks on, your surfboards. You can put a tow hitch on the back and stick your bicycle rack on, you know, or tow your motorcycle for that matter because it's a light unit. You can tow a little bit extra if you want that kind of rig. So that's what I say. The versatility is just incredible. You can have it as a simple sleeping pod or you can go and spend a week's holiday at your favourite kind of spot and really be comfy and and be properly set up. You're tempting me now. So where can people find out more about Vagabond? So our website, um, vagabondcaravans.co.uk. We're also on Facebook and Instagram. So I'm here with our good friend, Jason Maudsley. How are you doing? I'm up. Yeah, I'm really well, thank good. you. So Jason very kindly gave us some space on his stand 
to exhibit the podcast. Thank you so much for that. It's been very much appreciated. No, you're very welcome. It's you're been great welcome. for us to meet some of our audience uh, who are invisible to us normally. So we're here on the Tottington Motor Company stand, specialising in hire and sales of motorhomes, camper vans, uh, and more than that as well. But how's the show been for you, Jason? Yeah, well, we're on day two. Um, I feel the show today has been really successful. The footfall has been really good. Hire in particular, we've yeah. seen a lot of enquiries around hire. Looked at our website stats last night, they were really positive. Oh, good. So we've seen a good spike. But we've had some really good conversations on sales as well. And how are you feeling about the year ahead? We talked before on a previous episode together um, where you kindly came visited us we were both quite buoyant weren't we about the year ahead how are you feeling now I, I, absolutely and and, and I, I still feel that this year will be still a very strong um, year early indications for us is that the staycation market is still very very strong uh, people are booking early and from a sales perspective you know we're, we're really happy where things are so where can people find out more about hiring or buying a motorhome or camper van from you? Uh, if it's higher, so they can visit our website, it's www.freedhome.co.uk. If it's sales related, then it's www.tottingtonmotorcompany.co.uk. Or obviously, you can give us a call on 01204 882211. You did all that from memory. <laughs> did. Could you just say www again? <laughs> www. <laughs> Thank you. And yeah. thanks again for the space. Oh, no really problem. good of you. No problem. Anytime. Now there's a destination that many of you may not have considered heading to in your motorhome or camper van, but it's a destination you could go to. That's Iceland. It's a place that I would love to go back to. I've only been there and stayed in a hotel, but I would love to take our motorhome there. And I'm here on the All Iceland stand. Thank you for coming and visiting us. You're very, very welcome. So we were just chatting about taking a motorhome on to the island yes, of Iceland. Yes. Now you guys organise tours based in hotels, don't yes, you? Yes, yes, we yeah. do. Yeah, and then we ha- we have been doing that for the whole time since uh, we were established. But it is a steep increase of people wanted to come with their uh, motorhome to Iceland, and there is a lot and lot of new company that specialise in that type of holidays in Iceland. We are not there yet, but maybe one day. There's an increasing number of motorhome hire companies there, aren't there? Yes, yes, it is. Yeah, and some of the you know like Hertz and Rental Car, no. Europe car and they also have this type of cars to rent. Saying that Iceland offers fabulous campsites all around Iceland and in the interior but of course some of these type of cars cannot go into the interior of you know in the highlands but the main road number one are suitable for all these uh, yeah. motorhomes. There's a ring road isn't yeah. it of sorts yes. all around the island yeah, is. which is you can travel that in a yes. motorhome can't you? Yes yes and of course most best in from like a May uh, into the autumn like September time then you know the roads are not with ice or any condition like we have now in January two lanes each way and therefore of course you are in you know motorhome then it can be tricky to overtake or something like that but you know the, you can just drive on a maximum of 19 kilometers Study our pledge, you know, we love our nature, we love Iceland and we just uh, want everyone to enjoy it and protect it as well. Everyone are asked to use the campsite yeah. because that is more, that's the best service you get. Yeah. And therefore, you know, protect Iceland and be, you know, follow the rules. And the weather conditions in the summer in Iceland are not really that different to Britain, are they? I was quite surprised. Uh, it is a bit colder, <laughs> but uh, it can be, uh, you know, over 20 degrees. And, you know, like in south and, you know, in the north and east fjords, it can go over 20 degrees. 
And we always say the air is dry and in 15 degrees and sunny day, it is just fabulous. Yeah. It feels much warmer because of that dry air. And also, you know, come on your motorhome in end of May, June, with almost 24-hour daylight. You just want to be on, explore, you know, it's fabulous, you know. It does make it hard to sleep. <laughs> That's one thing I was going to ask yeah, you. Yeah, you sleep when you come home. <laughs> now, how do you get to Iceland in a motorhome? The best that I know, it's Mirilline, and they uh, are starting from Denmark going via Faroe Islands and have been for, you know, since I remember, you know, they have been for a long time and specialise in, um, you know, that type of uh, transport, you know, to take a car with you. I think it's twice a week in the summer. Well, it's on my list anyway. You have inspired (laughs) me. It is a beautiful country. Thank you so much for talking to us. No problem. Enjoy the rest of the show. That about wraps up the Caravan Motorhome and Holiday Show for 2023 here at the stunning Manchester Central, a beautiful venue, the first time for us at this show and great to see it back after an enforced break and 15 years at another venue. The highlight for me has certainly been meeting many of you, our listeners, as well as speaking at the show to a standing room only crowd and getting a beautiful standing ovation at the end, really encouraging Thank you. If you still want the checklist for your motorhome European trip, you can get that at thatleisureshop.com forward slash Europe. It's completely free. Just pop your name and email in and we'll drop it into your inbox. Now, we have had lots of comments about the lack of motorhomes at this show, and it was certainly a disappointment for those that have travelled expecting to see a wide variety of motorhomes here. Well, this show is supported by dealers rather than the manufacturers, and as Rob, the show director, said, the show is really a reflection of the current market. Many motorhomes are still missing from dealer forecourts because they are sold or stuck in production or still in short supply. But let's hope things ease and next year's show will have much more product on display. Great to see some new brands entering our market too and to meet up with some familiar and some new faces as well as some famous and backstage faces too. Special thanks again to Tottington Motor Company for inviting us to share their stand at the show and again to all of you that came and said hi. You can find out more about this podcast at our website, Motorhome Matt, and you can ask a question at www.motorhomematt.co.uk forward slash askmatt. And if you'd like to sponsor this podcast, we'd love to hear from you too. Thanks again. Thanks for listening to the Motorhome Matt podcast. Remember to check back here for more episodes full of hints and tips and helpful advice. We'll see you soon for another Motorhome Matt podcast brought to you with thatleisureshop.com.